1: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
2: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV, and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. God, we did it.
0: We did it. And you're so official with like a waiting room and everything.
1: Oh my God. You don't even know. You'd be so proud of me. <laughs> it was like the host will let you in soon. And then I let you in. Yeah. Last week I had Ashley on the podcast and it was a really, really great episode just because one, I think people really want to hear from my family and they want to hear about our relationship. And also, since I have so many sisters, how each of you guys are dealing with this quarantine differently, since you guys are in such different situations, Mm -hmm. Ashley on her own, you being now a new mom and just going back to work three days ago. And by back to work, I mean work from home, obviously. But I think it'll be really interesting for people to hear from you, especially new moms, because this isn't the life that they envision having and you probably had all these plans for what this past 3 months and then moving forward the next couple of months going back to work look like and now everything has been turned upside down so yeah how is this different than what you had imagined and like what is life looking like for you guys right now yeah i mean it's obviously nothing like i imagined I was thinking
0: about it yesterday. It's like there's a silver lining to all of this and that I get to actually be home now with Wolfmore. It's like, you know, I think about on Monday, I would have had to like get ready and left him. And before the stay at home order was put in place, we were contemplating whether we were going to do daycare or get a nanny and we never even got to make a decision or really figure it out because of everything that's gone on so it's crazy to think that 2 days ago you know i would have gone from spending like 24 hours a day with wolf to spending like very few i'd come home from work and then like give him a bath and then put him to bed so I do feel a little bit of a silver lining there, but no, nothing is what I thought it would be. Maternity leave was not what I thought it would be. I feel lucky in the sense that I had four weeks of normalcy and that I was able to deliver wolf in the hospital with Ben, my husband, with you guys all, you know, there and visiting and bringing us food and support and doing our laundry and then being able to come home and have help in our house and support from our family. And so it's like those four weeks were incredible. And I honestly can't even imagine coming home after those first 24, 48 hours in the hospital and not having that. And then after four weeks, it was like the world turned upside down, and all the help that we had, we could no longer have. And it's become everyone now getting to know Wolf on Facetime, and like there's another host on the network, Eliza Pressman, who I want to like, I need to ask her like, is screen time and like Facetime right now at his age? He's three months, but like, is this gonna be? (laughs) Is this a bad thing? I don't know felt like it's the only
1: option right now. I mean, I'm obviously no developmental expert, but I would probably say it's like the next best thing. You know, you want him to hear your family's voices. And also, you would have so many family out of town anyways that you'd be FaceTiming, you know, like Ben's families across the country. So it it is so sad. I can't even imagine for you how... And I don't want to make you cry because obviously it's I know okay. how, sens- I <laughs> how sensitive we all are. But like, I I can't even imagine because I know it's it can be really isolating as a mom, is, you know, just being in your home all day anyways. And then on top of it, having to quarantine and not having those outlets, not being able to have your mother come over and give you a yeah. breather or take the baby for a little. Was there yeah. any part of you that was like wanting to go back to work yesterday? Like, was there any part of you that was like, gosh, I just need a break from this? Yeah, I mean, I was honestly really excited. I had like a senior leadership meeting yesterday and I told him I was like, even
0: in this crazy time, I was having FOMO. Like, I was really excited to go back to work and I'm still excited to go back to work, but I'm now figuring out how I balance this. Ben and I both work, you know, full time and we're both at home And we don't have the largest house. And so it's on top of Wolf stuff being everywhere. It's now Ben's, you know, office is our dining room table. And my office is our kitchen table. And like those rooms aren't very far from each other. (laughs) Um, And so, but yeah, I was excited to go back to work. And I love wolf with all of my heart and I love taking care of him and it's just like you know seeing him grow because these first few weeks and months it's like they become an entirely new human being yeah but yeah I was looking forward to some adult interaction and having a little bit more purpose than just this like 3 hour schedule of eat play sleep eat play sleep
1: Yeah. So that, I mean, brings my next question is how are you now structuring your days? Because with a three-month-old, you can't really be on like a really strict schedule. Like they're just not adapted to that yet. So for you... Now you and Ben have to schedule stuff, but like Wolfie's not on your schedule. So how do you manage this? Like I felt bad even asking you to do this this morning. (laughs) You know, I feel like if it were me, I I don't know. I would have to be like canceling things all the time. Like the stress of it overwhelms me. I don't even know how you're doing. I know it's only the third day of it though.
0: Yeah. We luckily have been in contact with Alana from Good Night Sleep because of you.
2: Um, amazing. And
0: so she kind of gave us the rule of up for one, down for two. Okay. So while he doesn't have a schedule, we're trying to do that. So basically he'll get up, we'll, we'll change him, we'll feed him, we'll do tummy time, we'll play, and then we'll get him down. And sometimes we get a two hour nap, which is amazing. So like right now he went down, 20 minutes ago, so he could be getting up in 15 minutes or he could be getting up in an hour and a half, who knows. And so it's right now scheduling for when we think those sleeping times will be. And then Ben and I every night are checking each other's schedules but there's only so much that we can schedule and plan for yesterday felt like a crazy day of just like back-to-back meetings and that's something that in like a pre-covid world would be fine but right now and with a baby it's just not possible so yeah i'm figuring out for myself how to schedule my days and to really just prioritize and know that like Every call doesn't have to happen today or this mm-hmm. week. You know, it's mm-hmm. like giving myself the time and just prioritizing. So, on the other side, with Wolf, is if he has to like whine or cry in his bed for a few minutes longer, like, unfortunately, I'm not a doctor, but I think that that's okay. And right now it it's is okay for me and Ben. And he's still getting the love and the attention and he's being fed and all of that. Of course. So the schedule
1: is different. All over we the are, place, every know, day. We yeah. trying
0: to stick to like a bedtime routine that starts around 6.30. Mm-hmm. So we'll give him a bath then. We'll then read him a book and he'll get his last bottle and then he'll go down for the night. So that's something that's pretty consistent. And then we're also getting him up at the same. If he's still sleeping at 730, we're getting him up at
1: 730 every single day so that we can try to at least like be on. Keep the schedule the same every day. Yeah. Yeah. You'll notice that the more that you can do that and keep it consistent, he will listen to those cues. And now a word from our brand partner. So I have been using Sakara for my breakfast and it has been life-changing. Saqqara is a nutrition company that believes wellness begins with what you eat. They deliver the most amazing food to your doorstep. It's especially good for right now, just because we're all working from home. We're trying to stay healthy. We're trying to stay focused. We're trying to energize ourselves. And this is where Saqqara comes in because they provide fresh and delicious meals delivered straight to your door. Also, grocery stores can be crowded and picked over right now. This way, you can stay at home, stay healthy, and strengthen your immunity with fresh, delicious meals delivered straight to your door from Sakara. They have a signature nutrition program that brings the power of plant nutrition to your home. And you're getting really plant-rich, ready-to-eat meals. They are made with organic ingredients, super powerful superfoods, and each meal is expertly designed to boost immunity and support gut health and digestion and get glowing skin. From hearty salads to nutrient-dense granolas, which I have loved, it comes with the most amazing almond milk, to savory flatbreads and seasonal fruit parfaits. They have an ever-changing menu of creative chef-crafted meals that make clean eating delicious. Sakara also offers daily essentials like supplements and herbal teas to complete your wellness routine and support overall health and vitality. To boost your immunity right now, which is something that I know all of us are trying to do, you should try their best-selling daily probiotic blend or their detox water drops with pure chlorophyll. You guys... Check out Saqqara. Right now, Saqqara is offering you guys 20% off your order when you go to saqqara.com slash wit or enter code wit at checkout. That's Saqqara, sakar acom slash wit to get 20% off your order. Again, that's saqqara.com slash wit. Go get it, you guys. So delish. And now back to our chat. It's the same thing with Sonny. We we did it when he was six months. I mean, for you, you're having to do this a little bit earlier because you have to balance all this different stuff that I didn't have to do. But even for Sonny, like I rely on his schedule because it's like so ingrained in him now. And I know that I can only schedule things really like stuff yeah. like this during his nap because he does listen to cues and babies do listen to cues. And that's why Alana has been so helpful yeah. because she just knows how their brains work and knows how they will, they will respond to certain things.
0: Yes. And like, it's so insane that if you miss that sleep window, which is like, I mean, it gets the sleep window or like the awake window gets longer as the baby gets older. But we've mm-hmm. seen now like once or twice what happens this Wolf. Go is awake for longer than like an hour and a half, and there's no coming back from that. Then the hysterical crying, and so like this morning he got up at seven thirty, and he was down by eight fifty, and so it was like the perfect amount of time, and he mm-hmm. just like packed out so fast. Amazing, um, and so you can really see that when you follow those cues, that it that
1: it works. It,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's one other yeah. thing though that I will say yes the schedule. is some friends had told me about this app called Baby Tracker. And I tried it a few days after we came home from the hospital to like plug in when I was pumping and to plug in and sleeping. And the app at that point was so confusing to me. And for some reason with tracking which side I was pumping on and the amount of time, it just like completely confused me. But I was then writing everything by hand in a notebook and it was like, 10 o'clock up, 10.05 pee and poop, 10.10 breastfeed, five ounce, like whatever it was. And I was and like,
1: then you're is- not aggregating the data because yeah, the I'm app like, well, aggregates the data and will give you the averages. You're not going to go back no. and average out all of his stats. No. So
0: I was like, what is this paper even doing for me? Now I have to go back and look through like 30 days and what, so like plug it into school. an Excel document and... <laughs> Ben has a friend who's like a data analyst and was like, send it to Joe, <laughs> but we did it. Um, but then I started using baby tracker and now it's the most incredible thing. And like it Amazing. shows you in these chunks of like green is sleep, oranges, um, eating like blue is like what their diaper is. And so now you have this very clear map every single week and you can see the trends and you can see the schedule that, even though at three months
1: they're not really on a strict, strict schedule, you can see it starting to form. And that's been yeah. really helpful. That sounds really helpful. Do you find that your coworkers have been supportive and it's been easy to say no to things? And, you know, because obviously for you and for those of you who don't know, Paige works at Dear Media and DBA, and it's really a women centric. Business, yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm hoping that they're really supportive.
0: Beyond, I feel okay, so so lucky in the support that I have. So, one of my bosses the other day was just like, "Take care of yourself," you know, yeah. like do what you need to do. Don't overwork yourself. Like, and giving me a lot of support and encouragement. And I feel very lucky that that's the work environment in which I get to. I was going to say go to, but just be a part of on a daily this <laughs> yeah. and mm-hmm. both the DBA side and the Dear Media side are so incredibly supportive and everyone is, you know, try to figure out how they can support me more or help take yeah. some work off my plate. And it's made my transition back to work that much easier. And mm-hmm. I think it's more so just the pressure that I put on myself that I have to take off of like what my work life was before like coronavirus and before baby baby, was so yeah. different. And so yeah. it's just, you know, really being kind to myself and taking a break. And I've learned like, I cannot schedule back-to-back meetings. Like okay, I good. need to give myself, even if it's, you know, 10 minutes in between to get a, a drink breather. of water and go to the yeah. bathroom or to check the monitor. I was texting with a friend yesterday who has a six month old and she was saying that even when she's on work calls, she feels like she's checking the monitor and she's checking the schedule to see, you know, like when do they need to eat next? And so it's really just like giving ourselves the space and the time to figure it
1: out and like, yeah, I'm going to get done and
0: our babies are
1: going to gonna be, fine. be fine. Yeah. And now word from our sponsor. You guys, Tamara Mellon has the cutest shoes right now, especially if you're trying to like amp up your work from home looks. If you haven't heard about Tamara Mellon, you're crazed. No, but seriously, Tamara Mellon, is the iconic designer who created Jimmy Choo. After leaving Jimmy Choo, she launched her new namesake brand. The shoes are so, so, so cute. My favorite right now is one called the Tour. It's like a black snakeskin, looks like a Birkenstock, but not really, has a gladiator sandal situation, looks super comfortable with a cushy sole, must check it out, you guys. The shoes are made in Italy and they're handcrafted from the best materials and produced in the same factories that make all your other luxury shoes. I'm so excited to get my hands on these summer sandals. They're going to be so cute with like boyfriend jeans or denim shorts or just like a cute feminine dress. Really, really easy to style with my listeners are going to receive $100 off any pair of her shoes. Go to TamaraMellon.com and use the code WITHWIT. That's Tamara Mellon, T-A-M-A-R-A-M-E-L-L-O-N.com and use promo code wit for $100 off. You guys, go check them out. They're so, 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 so cute. And I know buying some new stuff right now will probably feel good. No pressure, but just check it out. And now back to our combo. I know you have always been such a hard worker and work has always been your priority, like not over family, of course, but like you have always just been so dedicated to your work. And so I can imagine that it would be such a push and pull right now, but more than ever, like as your older sister, I'm telling you, like you need to take the pressure off and really just do in the moment what serves you and not think about what is not getting done or who you're going to disappoint because you really know at the end of the day that the people you work with are going to understand because they know what you're capable of. They know the kind of work ethic you have and they know that you're doing the best that you can do. So it's so important that you do that, that you really be easy on yourself.
0: Yeah. Yesterday was like a crazy busy day. And at the end of it, I honestly just like looked at Ben and started, laughing and I was like that was (laughs) wild like yeah on maternity leave it was I would have these days where if like wolf wasn't sleeping or you know if he didn't take a good nap it would like stress me out like crazy and then I felt like I would break because they had no outlet And it would just like, I would, you know, find myself crying and then not being able to stop crying. And then it was like, okay, Paige, like he had a bad nap, you know, like he's going to eat and go to sleep the next time. But yeah, there were times where I felt like I just couldn't snap out of it. And Mm -hmm. yesterday, even when he had a bad nap, I was like, okay, it's like, there are other things, you know, that are going on and like the bad naps are going to happen. So yeah, yeah, just trying to
1: laugh it off. (laughs) Yeah. Well, also when you have a new baby, you take everything so seriously and everything's a big deal because a lot of it is like the first time you're ever having to deal with it and you feel like you need to solve the issue. But you realize as it goes on how many different phases there are and how many different things you're going to have to like work through and problem solve through that you do eventually become more relaxed. Like when things don't go your way, like when Sunny a week ago, started waking up every two hours and was crying for us for an hour. It was really hard. But at the same time, we have already been through almost two and a half years of adjusting to him that you you just kind of like brush it off and you realize that this is just parenting and that they are going to be okay. You're not like, like they survive.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) So I'm really curious, like, I was able to obviously have a night nurse. You had one for two weeks, but then we were able to have some help. The nanny is really who taught us everything that we needed to know. How are you learning what to do? Like, what resources are you turning to?
0: So the night nurse, so we had a night baby nurse for two weeks and then we had a night nurse for two weeks and then everything changed. And so we stopped, you know, with any help in the house, both with hired help and then with family. So I have an amazing pediatrician who I was referred to by so many people and he wrote a book called Eat Sleep Poop. Mm -hmm. And it's become like a Bible. Like I read it when Wolf was born and then I read it when he was like a month old and then now I'm rereading it again. And he kind of, it's the perspective of him being a doctor and a dad and kind of wearing both hats. And so saying like the doctor in me would say this, but like the dad in me says this. Mm -hmm. And so it breaks down like eat, sleep, poop for the first year of their life and what to be alarmed about and what not to be. And so that has become something that I reference and look to all the time. Amazing. Um, Alana McGinn, who's the sleep specialist, has become someone in like my speed dial who, yeah. even though Wolf is not at the age yet where he can be sleep trained, she keeps telling me like at around four months is when we can start doing this. I'm like counting down the days for almost... yeah. We hit the 12-week mark, and we're almost at three months. So I'm excited for what that looks like. Um, There was or there is a woman here in LA. Her name is Linda Hanna, and she's a lactation consultant. Mm -hmm. And she and her team helped me through the first four weeks with breastfeeding and with latching. And I had to wear a nipple shield at first. And then I moved on to this crazy contraption called an SNS, which was like a drip line of like. That was so crazy. Sex. It was
1: insane. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> like, that must be something new because I feel like if that existed when I was breastfeeding, I would have done it because I feel like I tried everything.
0: Yeah. So we went from the nipple shield to the SNS to then straight on. And Linda and her team were so, so helpful with getting Wolf. To latch properly. He was losing weight when he was first born. And so, by his two week appointment, um, he was still not back to his birth weight. And so, it took a little bit of time. And so, Linda, and just like any lactation consultant, is so helpful with that and making sure that they're feeding properly. And then I joined, there's a group in LA called Baby Group, and it's led by this woman. Her name is Donna Halloran. And it's really like a mom support group. And we would, in normal circumstances, be meeting in person once a week. But because of everything going on right now, it's, we meet on Mondays on Zoom and. It's basically led by Donna, but with, I think it's like 12 moms in the group and all with babies who are born within a few weeks of each other. So we're all kind of hitting the developmental phases at the same time. And it's been amazing. So I now have this like group text with all of them and we text every single day of like, what happened when your baby did this? And is anyone's mm-hmm. baby, you know, at this point yet? Um, and... I've obviously gone to Google, but it doesn't really help. So I'm trying Mm -hmm. to just find people that I trust or experts in each of these fields. And honestly, like calling my pediatrician whenever I can't, like Wolf started rolling from his belly to his back at eight and a half weeks, which is so early. early. Yeah. And he... like in one of the times that he did that he like had his head was lifted really high and then he came down on the mat really hard and I like freaked out and called the pediatrician because I was like my son hit his head you know like do I have to worry about a concussion or you know and so it was they were like no you know from that height and there's not much harm that can be done yeah. But like calling my pediatrician when I have those kind of freak out moments and just need like peace of mind.
1: Yeah. I'm so happy that you're in the baby group. That's really, really helpful. And that you don't have to get Wolfie in a car to go to the baby group. No. No.
0: <laughs> I was saying to the girls in the group the other day that one, I've never driven him alone. I mean, it's... I've actually, I haven't even driven a car In, I don't know. I think I've driven once. (laughs) I haven't driven a car in over three months. I haven't been to a grocery store since before he was born. I've been to two restaurants since he was born. Like Ben and I had date night up the street once while the baby nurse was here and mom came over. And then, literally, like a few days before the stay at home order was put in place, we took Wolf out to lunch. And yeah, so like, I don't even know what the car ride. Yeah, like the baby group would be in Santa Monica and we live in West Hollywood. So I think about you and like, I remember the story of getting off the freeway because Sunny was hysterically crying when you were driving to Brentwood. So like I sit in the back seat with Wolf and Ben drives and he's never And is he even, fine? Yeah, he's totally fine. He's and I'm fine like in when am car. I going to Yeah, I'm like when am I going to sit in the front seat again? You can. <laughs> you can sit in the front
2: seat now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but like every day we, like we try to go for a walk. We don't have the most conducive area for walking, so we've been getting in the car and going. Yeah to like a fodder area and I'm like okay maybe today I'll sit in the front seat and I just don't (laughs) you just don't
1: (laughs) it's gonna be like three years and you're gonna be like oh my god maybe it's time so have you thought about I mean mom is obviously isolating on her own have you thought about having her come to help you at all or is that something that's been a conversation because I'm sure people at least right now are like can my family at least help me you know yeah
0: we're starting to have that conversation with our pediatrician of just what that looks like we've been very strict and have limited basically everything we get our groceries delivered and wipe everything down and then anything that's like non-perishable we leave at the front door for a few days before you put it away like I became neurotic even before this kid. And even just when I was pregnant, like yeah, I didn't you touch and a Ashley doorknob. both. Yeah. I didn't touch the doorknob at my office for a while.
1: I do not have that gene in me. Whatever you and Ashley got, like yeah. I did not get I know. I know.
0: <laughs> and now obviously like the, the hand dryness situation for the first like month of, like the first two months of Wolf being born, so of having a newborn and wanting to be clean and not have anything on your hands and then adding coronavirus into it, Ben and I, our hands were like bleeding. Like our (sighs) knuckles at the end of the day were bad. (sighs) So yeah, we're talking to our pediatrician about what, bringing mom or Ashley or like someone who is living in quarantine yeah has been quarantined this whole time because now that we're both working it's a lot and also just like being a mom 24 or a parent 24 7 is too it's... much as, as like with not
1: even like with everything going on like no it's people it's just, don't you don't do it it's always been either you're like a working mom and you have some sort of help whether that's daycare or your mother or a nanny or whatever and then you have time when you are the mom it's never ever been like this before yeah, so it's, it's like not we
0: can't even take him we can't even take him to a restaurant or to, yeah like go to a park or, you know, so it's, everything is just not normal. And so I think that with me back at work, we're going to figure out what this could look like. And then it's, you know, figuring out after this, when, when we can go back to our offices what that looks like with getting some help. And yeah.
1: Has the pediatrician said anything yet? Have you talked to him about the idea of mom or Ashley or people that have been isolated, like quarantined or have you not had that conversation yet? We
0: had that conversation and he kind of was just like, you know, you don't, someone could be asymptomatic. So you don't really know, but the fact that they've been quarantined for, you know, over two weeks is good. So I'm going to, yeah, we're going to do like a three-month telemedicine video appointment with our pediatrician and see what he has to say because I think that having, you know, Ashley or mom come for a few hours just to give us a
1: break would be so helpful. Even just an hour would be helpful. So you could just have a moment where you're not thinking about a million things at once. Because like even right now, even though Timmy's here, like whenever I'm working, I'm still always distracted like I'm yeah. still always thinking about what else needs to be done so it would feel good to put the responsibility on someone else yeah are you able to like get a release or any time for yourself like are you able to work out do you want to like how have you been taking care of yourself so just recently I started I would say
0: that like at like nine at like nine weeks, I started feeling better. Like the recovery definitely took a while and I still don't feel a hundred percent. But at like eight and a half weeks, I had one of those just like terrible, terrible days of feeling like I didn't have enough time between breastfeeding and pumping and feeding and changing and like just trying to find time to brush my teeth or to shower or to do anything, you know, even like to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like I love cooking. And so Ben had been cooking dinner for us and I was like, I would love to cook us dinner, you know, like that would make me feel good. And so I kind of had this day where I just like, I really just broke. And yeah. Ben was really able to help me pull myself out of it. And he was like, okay, you know what? In the morning, I'm going to give Wolf that bottle. And like, you're going to work out and you're going to take that hour for yourself to work out and make yourself your coffee and do whatever you want in that hour, even if you just Mm want to like lay in bed. So that was really helpful of having him realize what I needed because I couldn't yeah. make that
1: decision. You didn't even for know. Myself. No. It's it really is so important for partners to have that kind of intuition and just like make a plan and just yeah. tell you that it's gonna be okay and this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Sometimes you're so deep in it, like you said, you can't even see out of it or can't even figure out what to do to lighten your load. No,
0: because you instinctually are just like what I need comes last now so yeah. like if I don't work out today doesn't matter if I don't make my coffee today doesn't matter if I don't brush but it my does teeth, yeah if I don't brush my teeth till I go to sleep tonight doesn't matter but like these things matter and so just a few weeks ago I started you know kind of taking Ben's advice and his cues, and so I would I started working out and whether it was in the morning or like we were I would make us our coffees and then we would do the New York Times crossword puzzles together That's um, nice. and so starting to put some sort of structure into my day and we're trying afternoon to go for a walk yeah so getting wolf out of the house is also extremely important and like so wearing funny. our masks and not you know being around people and keeping our distance but also trying to get him a little bit of fresh air because being inside all day is
2: also,
1: I mean, not that he knows any different, but yeah. For but- us it's healthy and important so important. Well, that's good. Yeah. Cause like self-care doesn't have to be in the form of working out or like taking care of your body, but just like you said, like you love to cook, even having cooking as an outlet or making your coffee, really little things make a difference. Yeah, Like like, the teeniest little things make a difference. (laughs) Yeah.
0: A couple of weeks ago, I had asked Jade for all of her recommendations for like a new skincare routine. And so I even look forward to that of, you know, in the morning and the night or like when I get out of the shower of like putting on all my serums and that makes me feel really good. And so it's, yeah, I'd say at like eight and a half, nine weeks is when I started coming back into the world and connecting to myself and Mm -hmm. my feelings
1: mm-hmm good okay that makes me happy a lot of people who are pregnant right now yeah and having babies at the moment obviously want to get in and out of the hospital as soon as possible right and I think the hospitals are also urging new parents to just as soon as the baby is healthy enough to go home and they've done all the tests that they should go home are there any tips on what to do or bring to make it as easy as possible yeah, you know having I mean, just gone
0: yeah ben laughed at me for weeks about what i was packing for the hospital i know Joe had like a full-on to me duffel bag that i would go like to new york for a month with <laughs> and even then there were still more bags on the side of like the breast pillows and the pump and the blankets and the this and the that and like there's so much stuff that you don't use and I have a really helpful list that maybe we can post on the blog like the things that I was told to bring and then the things that I actually used and what I was told to bring was like a crazy long list and then what I actually Mm -hmm. used was very little so like Mm -hmm. a blanket for labor and then like a different blanket for after
2: mm-hmm. and then like
0: a pillow for me and a pillow for Ben. Mm-hmm. And then these like flameless candles. Those were actual Amazing. necessities. I think that like the hospital gives you a hospital grade be- breast pump. Like there's no need for that. You're not using a nursing pillow when you're in the hospital. Like there's just all this stuff that you're not actually using. Mm-hmm. Even I packed, I think it was like nine pairs of (laughs) (laughs) sweatpants. No, you did not. (laughs) I think it was nine. It could have been seven. I'm not even exaggerating, but then it counted when we got home. Oh my God. I think I thought that I was going to be like changing my clothes all the time because I was going to feel gross. And I think I changed my clothes like when I actually was leaving the hospital to go home.
1: Like, right. So if people are there for 24 hours. They really probably don't even need to yeah, change of clothes. Yeah. Like pack a sweatshirt and call it a day. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I think that like the flameless candles are really helpful for just like mm-hmm. creating a relaxing environment.
2: Mm-hmm. A long
0: phone charger is really helpful because like, who knows where the plugs in the hospital room are and making sure that you're just, you know, whether it's you or your spouse have like battery to just keep people connected and, like, there's really
1: not a ton that you need. Like, and your car seat, which... That's what I was going to say. Just yeah, making sure that you have your car seat set up and that you kind of have, like, a loose understanding of how to get the baby in.
0: I mean, it took... That was a crazy thing. Because no one because they the can can help you. Yeah. So it took Ben and I 25 minutes to get Wolfie in his car seat. And we had even had... There's a company in LA called The Tot Squad. And we had them come over to install our car seats. And like, I took a video of them showing us how to put the baby in and the whole thing. And like 25 minutes later, we were sweating. Ben almost threw up. Like he actually swallowed throughout up because he oh, was, so, he was so stressed. Yeah. And it was like, we watched the video with him like with Wolfie kind of like screaming
1: and it was
0: just like, what are we doing? Like we haven't even left the hospital and we can't figure this out.
1: That is probably one of the harder things though, to figure out. Like don't feel bad about yourselves. Yeah. After like a
0: few times of getting him in and out of the car seat, you're like, okay, I get this. But at first it's just like, you feel like they're so fragile and so precious. And it's every little thing that you do feels just like, stressful.
1: Yeah, obviously, you know, since we were able to come there and bring you food and drinks and stuff, we were able to feed you. Is there anything like nourishment wise that you would advise people bring along with them? Are, I don't even know if you what you're allowed to bring in the hospitals these days, actually.
0: So I think that you can bring like snacks and food. I think that it okay. depends on every person is different and like dietary, you know, of course. their health problems or depending on what happens with your labor and what you can and cannot have Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so I really don't know from like a doctor's point of view but I think that like bars are really helpful and water Yeah. Yeah. and there's this bar that I started eating when I got home and was breastfeeding it's these elemental superfood bars and there's a almond butter one and a peanut butter one that I really like I didn't know about them when I was in the hospital but I ordered them when I got home and I was eating like one of those a day when I was breastfeeding because you get so hungry that you just, yeah, them like super quick and on the spot. And then for anyone who's in LA and delivering at Cedars, like make sure you get the cocktail that they give you. Yes. There's no alcohol <laughs> in it, but it's like cranberry juice, orange juice, and apple I think it's. Juice.
1: Yeah, cranberry, orange, apple. Yeah. And then
0: also, I didn't know about this, but one of my nurses told me and brought me them is there are these like fresh baked chocolate chip cookies that are really good. Yeah.
1: So definitely. Shauna was telling me about those.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like whether you're at Cedars or anywhere, make friends with your nurse and find out what the local you know, specialties are in the hospital to make you feel like a little bit better.
1: (laughs) More pampered. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel comfortable talking about stopping breastfeeding? Just because I feel like it's important for people who, especially who are new moms, who are now going back to work and have to balance time. Like for you, I know it was something that you decided to do because it was just becoming too stressful with this new normal. So do you feel comfortable talking about it? Yeah, definitely.
0: Breastfeeding for me was I thought at first it was easy and then it wasn't until four weeks in when I really like was actually breastfeeding and I was like, Oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. Like the way that you hold your boob, you know, from like coming up from the bottom in a U and like getting them to watch. Like everyone's like, How's breastfeeding going? And for those first two weeks I was like, Good and I had no idea that it wasn't good, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so Linda and her team really helped, but I breastfed for eight weeks and was pumping also. And then somewhere between like eight and nine weeks is when I completely stopped breastfeeding. And for me, I stopped because I liked knowing how much Wolf was getting Mm -hmm. and like knowing if he was full or, you know, it's like, for me, there was just a loss of control with breastfeeding. So he, prior to that had been breastfeeding and getting bottles and I was pumping. So it was like a lot. And then at nine weeks ish, I started pumping exclusively. And at first, when I came home from the hospital, I was using the Medela or Medelia, Medela medical grade pump. Then I switched switched to the Spectra S2 or Mm S1, whichever one is the blue one and is portable. Mm-hmm. And then I have this amazing pump called an LV, which is completely hands free, portable, and just sticks in your bra and connects to an app, and you can literally do anything while you're pumping. Like,
1: are those can, the ones that look like implants, kind of, yeah. and they stick in your? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and so
0: it's definitely been a journey, but deciding to stop breastfeeding was hard because I like the idea of wolf getting the nutrients and, you know, everything, the immunities, um, from me, but Mm -hmm. pumping then became easy. And I thought that that was good. But then it was when I hit that breaking point of like, I don't have enough time in the day. And when I'm Mm -hmm not feeding him i'm pumping and when i'm not pumping i'm like putting all the milk away and storing it and then there's Mm -hmm. like the dishes and obviously ben has been like the amazing you know like helper in the kitchen and cleaning all his parts and using the sanitizer and all that but like there just didn't feel like there was any time outside of feeding him pumping
1: etc and to do anything else it becomes the a full-time job the pumping yeah so
0: i transitioned from breastfeeding to the medulla to the spectra to the lv and i'm now wolf was 12 weeks yesterday and i'm just at the point where i'm almost done pumping and we've slowly started adding formula in a couple weeks ago so we got a baby brezza which is amazing because it makes a bottle and seconds like In the middle of the night when you have to, for me, since I wasn't breastfeeding in the night, and you have to heat up a, a bottle that takes like 15 minutes you have a crying baby. So I the, the direction that I got in terms of stopping breastfeeding or stopping pumping, because breastfeeding and pumping is kind of the same, was mm-hmm. to just spread out your pumps or your feeds throughout the day. So you're not doing it all the time and then to limit the minutes. Mm -hmm. And I had started taking these amazing supplements through my supply from this company called Legendary Milk. And I was taking, there were two, one was called Liquid Gold and one was called Cash Cow. And I was taking those three times a day. And that really helped my supply. So I was pumping anywhere between like five and nine ounces at any given pump. Wow! And so when you start to wean, I was told to stop taking the supplements Mm -hmm. and then to spread out my feeds and pumps and then to also cut down on how many minutes. Mm So I'm now at a point where I'm down to just one pump a day. And it's made the world of difference for my mental health. And just now I have time to shower and to cook and to work out and to do the things that i want and so that was the right decision for me Mm -hmm.
2: and
0: wolf is now getting formula for five out of his six bottles and he's getting breast milk for one and i think that it's also like figuring out what formula works like we started with one and it wasn't right so now we're on to the next one and so just really making sure that you're looking at how your child is reacting to both Mm -hmm. breast milk or formula and making sure that you're making those changes if need be.
1: Appropriately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where at a certain point you just have to weigh the pros versus the cons. You have to do what feels best for you in order to be the best mom that you can be. Yeah. Because if you don't have time, if all you're doing is pumping and you don't have time to do the rest of what your life needs, like yeah, it's it just becomes not worth it. I mean, at no, least that's how no. I ended up feeling. Shame. Yeah, it
0: wasn't. It was. It was stressful for me. It was then stressful for my husband, and he could feel you know, my energy. And Mm -hmm. it was funny, one of our night nurse, there was a night she came over and Wolf was just like hysterically crying. And it was like, I handed him over to her and within seconds, he was fine. And she was like, babies can feel your energy. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I didn't want that energy to be something that he could feel. And it was, you know, for him, for me, for Ben, for just like being in these, four walls of our home with no real relief. Like it probably ended sooner than I anticipated, but mm-hmm. I feel a hundred percent at peace with the decision
1: I made. Good. Good yeah. good good. That's so important. All right. So I want to get into some of your newborn necessities and you can just list them off. But you guys, Paige has obviously covered so much good stuff here and given so many product recommendations. So we'll do a whole blog post so you don't have to like get out of notepad and pen and write everything down. But... One of the things that people ask me the most is what are the newborn necessities? And I think since I had Sunny three years ago, so much has changed and there are so many new products. So what are some of the things that you're using all the time?
0: Yeah. Well, I think that for moms, one is if you're breastfeeding or pumping to continue to take your prenatal. So I -hmm. take ritual and that has been a necessity And then also I was served a sponsored ad on Instagram of this nursing and pumping bra. And it like had been served to me so many times. And finally, it got to a point where I was wearing, I think there was a brand called Simple Wishes. And it's like this Mm -hmm. pink bra, it's a pumping bra
1: and it zips up the front. But because I Oh, was yeah. And it has the and, little circles. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the one that I was using.
0: So yeah. because I was nursing and pumping, I felt like I was like taking it on and off and like putting on like different bras all day long. And there's this brand, it's called Kindred Bravely. Yeah. And it's a nursing and pumping bra in one. And I ordered three of them. Mm-hmm. And it's been amazing. So you wear one bra all day. And, you know, obviously you can change it whenever it gets dirty or you need wash it but that in terms like for moms who are nursing or breastfeeding or pumping that is like the biggest win okay so those are my necessities for moms also like the supplements i was taking from legendary mm-hmm. milk definitely talk to your doctor or relaxation lactation specialist before you take those but the cash cow and the liquid gold were great and okay. then for wolf i would say some necessities have been the love every playmat. mat and Yeah, that like is that. so cute. So it's so easy. And it has all of these like developmental toys and mm-hmm. walks you as a parent through like what they should be doing when. And it's been so helpful to we use that of, too. Yeah, like have that guide. <laughs>
2: And mm-hmm.
0: then the baby Bjorn bouncer for when you want your baby to like kind of be able to be on his own and you can just use your foot to kick it and yeah. then there's like a bar that you can put across it with toys that they can shake and play with. I think the book from my pediatrician, Eat Sleep Poop. And then a few things for the nursery that have been really helpful were the hatch rest sound machine.
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: that you can set to all different colors so like at nighttime we have it on this like orangish red because it's not too bright and then we've been using an echo dot in his room to one when I was breastfeeding it helped me because I would set minute timers of like how many Mm -hmm. minutes I would pump for keeping track of time when you're nursing or is impossible. I'd be like, yeah, because you I need at... to be
1: hands-free and you yeah. can't use your phone. No.
0: Yeah. And then that you'd look at the clock and be like, wait, did I start at seven ten or seven twenty or like, was that last
1: time? Like it was right. Much. And did so... I start on the left last time? Yeah. So do I have to start on the right this time? Yeah. yeah. So I got an echo dot. I think it's
0: like $40 and it's a clock. It's a timer and it's music. And so We'll use it. We kind of took your cue of playing meditation music while he sleeps. And yeah. the shisher is like kind of retired
1: for us. But the shisher was amazing at first. Yeah. The shisher um, helped for us.
0: And then we also will play like fun music during bath time. So those are a few. I have a lot more that we can put in a blog post.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's also helpful. I am going to put all of this stuff and more because will be easier for you guys to browse through in a blog post as opposed to just having us list off items but this was so helpful Paige oh my god I well, mean thank you I obviously, for having me <laughs> I obviously knew a lot of it but I just can't believe you are you and Ben are doing this on your own right now like especially with you back to work this week. Like I, I wish, I just wish so much that there was something that I could do to help. And I think once you pedi- you talk to your pediatrician and like you start allowing people to help, hopefully I can come yeah, yeah. relieve you at points, but you're doing such an amazing job and just continue Thank to you. be really kind to yourself and Thank take you. care of yourself. Okay. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm trying. Yeah. It's like every day is different and It's funny because when I got some of your questions last night, I started crying and I was like, Oh my God, this is gonna be such an emotional episode. But I feel like even just talking to you makes me feel stronger. And I think that for any new moms or parents out there who are, you know, new or not new, it's just like make sure that you stay connected to people because I think that being alone in the house or even with your partner and, and the baby is there's you you need more interaction and you need check-ins with people and you need to change your thought process and I think just like try to stay connected and like you said be kind to yourself and something that the instructor of our baby group keeps saying is just like for now like this is what's happening for now For
1: now, Mm -hmm.
0: and it will change and you know there may be something else that happens to like it's just a phase. It's just a for now and everything, you know, will be okay and we'll get better hopefully. A hundred
1: percent. And the good part about having a baby, at least for me, is that as they continue to grow, it just gets easier and easier. You know, yeah. like I feel really lucky to have a two and a half year old right now who I can pretty much like talk to and have some sort of conversation and just know that as Wolfie gets older and you get to know him more, it's just going to get easier. I promise. Like it doesn't get harder than what you just dealt with. And especially in these times, like it only will get easier. So just that's keep telling yourself called. that. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's hard true. at any
0: age, even at like, you, yeah. have, you know, Sunny, it's like you have to constantly entertain him
1: or, or teach him all day long. So it's... Well, yeah. It's, I mean, that's the age, hard part. Yes. He, the hard part for him as opposed to Wolfie is that he's mobile. So we have to be, someone has to have eyes on him and all the time. Like if Wolfie is strapped in his little baby Bjorn, like, you know, he's likely safe in there for a little while. But yeah, every age definitely has their things. But I just know when you're a first time mom to a newborn baby, that's, already a challenging time on top of a quarantine. So, so many people are going to really appreciate this. And I love you. And I want to give you four minutes before your next (laughs) call, which is at 10 (laughs) o'clock. Love you. All right. Love you. And now for an amazing five-minute meditation by my dear friend, Mariah K. Lyons, who is a designer of Astara Shoes and is a Reiki healer and crystal guide and everything wonderful. So here is your five-minute meditation for the week.
3: This is a five-minute mindfulness meditation, bringing you back to center within and finding a space of presence. Find a comfortable position and gently close your eyes. Begin to tune in to your breath. Noticing where you feel your breath within your body at this moment. Allow your breath to begin to deepen, expanding your abdomen, your chest and lungs, and fully exhaling all the way out. Begin to bring your awareness now to the sounds happening from outside of the space you are currently in. Begin to tune in to the sounds from outside. Allowing each sound to be new. Allowing each sound to bring you to the present moment. And now bring your awareness to the sounds that may be coming from inside the room you are currently in. Bring your awareness now to the sounds occurring inside your body. See if you can tune in to the sound of your own heartbeat in your chest. tuning in now to the sound of your own breath however faint or full it is in this moment notice the sound of the air moving in and out allowing each breath deepen and lengthen as each breath brings you and sinks you deeper into you allowing yourself this time to simply be To be with you and your breath. Take a deep breath in now, and exhale out. Last deep breath all the way in, and exhale completely. When you're ready, you can gently begin to bring yourself back. And open up your eyes.